what's going on, listeners? This your boy, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on a lovely Thursday night. This is the Average Fellas Podcast. A little bit different programming going on tonight, doing something a little special. Uh, If you don't know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so is my brother, and so we thought we would start a uh, midweek show uh, about Star Wars. We just join on a Facebook call and have a conversation about Mandalorian. Season two is coming out in October, so we figured it'd be a good opportunity for us. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the call. My little brother, Luke, what is going on, my guy? How's it going, guys? How's it going? Whew. Awesome night. Awesome night tonight. Awesome. How's your, how was your day today, uh, bud? News going. How was your How was your day today, bud? Uh, it was good. Was very good today. Hot. It was a hot one. Yeah. Did you do anything? Uh, you work out today? Yes, I did. What did you had do? to wake up extra early this morning. <laughs> Tell me what you did. Uh, pretty much. I uh, woke up this morning six a.m. Uh, went for a three mile run, and then uh, in the garage, I decided to do a calisthenic workout, uh, burpees, a lot of a lot of body weight exercises. Wow. Yeah. So just I'm, dude, I'm just, yeah, exactly. I know. I'm tr- I just try to I try to take rest out for a few walks every now and then to you know, during the day, three or four walks a day. And then I uh, I hit these rubber bands, you know, try to stay active, uh keep him active, trying to stay healthy. Did you uh awesome, awesome. I try, I'm trying to keep off that COVID fifteen, you know what I'm talking about? That everybody's saying the COVID fifteen thing's going on exactly. right now, you know. From uh just staying in too much. So uh get a little bit of a walk in there, walk around the block. Stay away from everybody's social go. distance, but I but I do get those walks in there. Uh, anyways, yeah, Star Wars. So big Star Wars fans. Hey, why don't you tell me a little bit about your Star Wars credibility? Tell me a little bit about like what makes you a Star Wars fan. Ooh, besides wait, being the second person in line for every single Star Wars movie that comes out in theaters, <laughs> we're uh, in Los Banos. If you go look, if you go watch Star Wars movies in Los Banos, then you, my brother's probably the second person in line at Premier Cinema with a lawn chair just chilling in the front. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! Uh, what makes my credibility for Star Wars? I uh, loved it. I I'd like to say my name was named after Luke Skywalker, even though I know it wasn't. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, growing up as a kid, just always had watched all the movies, played video games of Star Legos. Wars, uh, read books of Star Wars, Legos of Star Wars, yeah. even to the point of buying lightsabers. Yeah. So uh, growing up, a big part of our childhood, my brother and I are huge Star Wars fans. Um, we actually have a family photo, my brother and my sister, of us. Uh, we did like the silhouettes of Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Padme from um, episode, I think, episode two? two. Episode two. Episode two. So we two went to Disney during, during the time Disneyland was doing this thing where they would Photoshop your head into like their bodies. And this was during episode two, Clone Wars. And we went to Disneyland. We got the family photo done then. And then we went back recently for uh, the opening of uh, of um, Galaxy's Edge, which was awesome. Um, both so you awesome. and I have experienced Galaxy's Edge. We had the Bamfa Milk. I've been to the Cantina. I did Savvy's Workshop. I think that's what it's called. Is a Savvy's Workshop where you get to yeah. make your lightsaber, your custom lightsaber. I got to do that custom entire lightsaber. experience. Uh, I also did the VR thing for Star Wars as you're walking in. I think it's like downtown. It's closer to I'm not sure exactly where it's at, but it's it's like near downtown Disney. It's on your way into Disneyland. Um, They have this VR experience that you get to do and you actually get to 
fire a blaster at Darth Vader. Let me tell you, that was the most scariest thing I've ever like <laughs> physically been a part of because you know Darth Book and Legend, Darth Book, <laughs> Darth, Darth Vader in Legends, like in the book, he's supposed to be like seven feet plus, you know. And uh, in this VR experience, you're in there with like your blaster and you're shooting a bunch of stormtroopers and you're like, ah, get out of here, you know, Chrome Dome, ah, and you're like shooting them and stuff. Uh, but then Darth Vader just busts in out of nowhere and like ruined your day and man it was like for a second there as he's approaching you you know it's vr so like first you know you have to you know obviously you can tell it's not real but you know there is there a split second where you're just like wow this is amazing like i really wish you know i was like please vader choke me (laughs) 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 um (laughs) um, but um (laughs) anyways (laughs) Um, so yeah, Star Wars credibility. Uh, we've, Star Wars has been around for a long time in our lives. Uh, you and I have done some YouTube videos on Star Wars before. Uh, mm-hmm. Favorite Star Wars droid? Uh, let's hear it. <laughs> uh, favorite Star Wars droid? I would have to say RTD2 because he just does what he has to yeah. do. He's well. Just gets the job done. You know what they say? He's got the dirtiest mouth in the business because everything yep. he says has to be bleeped. <laughs> They had a bleep out his word. They had every bleep season. out every word. <laughs> yeah, I also really like the new addition of BB-8 to the franchise. So that's all. It's a he's a good character. Uh, he's just you know just a fun droid. Um, you know, a good droid. Speaking of droids, why don't we talk about Mandalorian? Let's transfer. Let's get better. Let's get let's get into Mandalorian because the Mandalorian features a droid that is awesome, and um, yes. I, I can't remember what his name was. I remember uh, IG-11 is the name of the droid in uh, the first episode of The Mandalorian. So uh, The Mandalorian's been out for some time now. So if you haven't seen it, there's no spoilers here. Uh, shame on you if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, find a friend. If you if you can't get Disney Plus uh, and you can't afford Disney Plus, trust me, your friends will help you out. Ask them <laughs> to let you watch The Mandalorian because um, it's, uh, it's definitely a good show. It's worth watching family friendly at least i think it is (laughs) um but anyways the mandalorian let's get into it um so this the mandalorian came out i think uh i want to say in november uh is when it is when it came out last year last year november yeah um and i instantly just fell in love with the characters um, especially Baby Yoda. Everybody knows Baby Yoda is a huge thing for a minute, you know. Uh, tell me about your reaction. What was your first like reaction to the Mandalorian? Um, you know, it drops because I mean, there was all this anticipated hype around it, right? Like we got to see like all these cool yep. teasers. What was it like for you to you know finally get to see the first episode? So when I was watching the Mandalorian, um, one of the things that remind me of is that Mando a.k.a. Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, just gave me that John Wayne vibe. You know, that very Western, it was like a, it's like a space Western. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Very space Western, even in the beginning, uh, going into it, just walking into a cantina scene where Mandalore, Mandal- Mando walks in, it just gives you this whole John Wayne type setting. Yeah, very like he cool instantly, he, he walks into that to to that 
uh, the cantina, right? And it's like you on you automatically get the vibe like this is a guy that you do not need to be messing with, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of sets the tone, and it's kind of silent. And then like there's all of us out of nowhere, like a skirmish breaks out, right? Uh, probably one of my highlights. Of the, oh man, the first episode was just so good. There's so many good pieces so to good. it, right? So, so that good. very first bit, though, um, there's the part where he uses like his grappling gun, right? He shoots it at this guy. He drags him back. He pulls his body towards this door that is actually it's actually it's a, it's closing, right? No, the, he pulls his body towards the doorway, and he takes his blaster. He shoots this. Uh, I don't know. He shoots like the button on the wall, and then the door closes, chopping the body in half. Chopping you just hear the, the body falling. Oh my god! You hear. You hear the body break in half, basically. Okay, so that's like the first five minutes of the show. So like, it just be ready for action because the show it's like there is like this weird ebb and flow, very soft, very uh, like vibe areas, like where they want to tell story, uh, huge like landscapes that you'll see. And um, the I mean the show itself is beautiful. Like when you watch it, it just looks good on your TV. Um, and I wa- I watched it again today, and um, it just looked really. I mean, I was just like, man, they did a really good job. Uh, did a really good job because if you go back you you look at episode one episode two episode three trash man (laughs) the effects in those in those movies are such trash so uh hands down to the mandalorian team they did a really good job uh especially like the set design and everything i really it looks really good i really like mando's get up his whole entire outfit um looks really good um but yeah moving on um so first reaction Definitely like a Western. I agree with you on that one, too. I'm getting that that vibe, too. Um, that Western John Wayne vibe. Exactly. Um, yep. So um, any any characters that stood out to you that you want to shout out, like characters that you're like, man, that was awesome to see? Any characters that were referenced or maybe even actors uh, that you seen? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, there's a guy that we get to meet in the first episode. Uh, he's a part of the Bounty Guild. Uh, his name is Grief Carnigan. Yeah, and very cool guy, super cool guy. Um, he is actually played by the one, the only Apollo Creed, <laughs> Carl <laughs> Weathers. If you don't know his name. His name is Carl Weathers, but everybody would know him as Apollo Creed, who played in Rocky. Super, right. uh, super cool guy. He's kind of part of the. He's known as uh, the leader of the Bounty Hunters Guild, and uh, his whole thing is he collects. He collects these bounty pucks, and he gives them to bounty hunters, and they go out and collect the bounties of the people right. that they need to get. And so, and it's not just Mandalorians very, that that are part of this guild. There's other people. There's like, so many. We so talked about droids. IG Eleven is a bounty hunter that Mando runs into in the first episode, and um, you know, like it just you know it was just a really good. It was such a good scene, man. It was so yeah. good. Uh, speaking of that scene, so basically. Um, you know, if you have, you need to watch the episode. I'm not going to tell you about the episode or what happens. We're just going to get into the parts that we like. We're just going to talk about the things that we liked about the episode. Okay. So, um, you know, the part that I really did like is when, um, when Mando actually goes to retrieve the key fob from that little, uh, that remnant of Imperial, uh, forces that is just out in the outskirts of the, the outer ring. If I think it's kind of like where they're hanging out. Um, but he actually goes into this, he goes into this building and there you see like four or five stormtroopers right uh i don't remember mm-hmm. when i don't remember what that boss's name was that was like that was it in the... was uh if i'm not mistaken the main guy that's in there that's actually in the building is uh 
I don't know. He heads anyway. to Arvala Seven. It's a it's a it's a desert planet. It's a desert planet. But the planet that he heads on to heads to is Arvala Seven. Right. And so, but he he's retrieving like this. He's getting a he's getting a like a, a tracking device for this for this bounty, but he actually runs into like this little bit of resistance, and um, they're the people who are sending him to go retrieve this the first bounty that like the story is based on, and um, it was it was super cool because like you kind of see like this fledgling resistance of like the shoes on the other foot now because this is this story takes place after. Um, the second Death Star explodes, right? After Return of the Jedi. Yes. Right, after Return of the Jedi. And from what I'm gathering, this takes place before... Um, Rogue One, I believe. Before Rogue One. I think so. No, 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 not before Rogue One. No, before... Uh, no. no, before, before um, uh, The Force Awakens, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. For The Force Awakens. That. So it's in, it's, in between, it's in between the originals and the sequels this is where I'm thinking this kind of takes place. Um, but anyway, so from so because once again, there's either this. So like I said, there's a, like a remnant of resistance that they're running into. So it's not like I mean, there's a remnant of of Imperial forces that they run into. Yeah, it's not like they're like, you know, heavy guns out here or anything. Anyway, so he finally gets his little fop or whatever and he's sent out to go get you know, to go retrieve the package, uh, which leads us to my favorite scene, right? My favorite scene, this entire, the entire saga though, is um, they pull up on like, I don't know, some kind of like little village or something. It's like a little outpost or something, right? It was like a, it was like yes. a, it was like a outpost somewhere. And um, this is where you get to finally see IG, like IG 11. Like this is my, this is like my favorite character of the first episode. <laughs> Hands down for me, it was, because it was a, impre- it was impressive. Um, but yeah, so like this robot just he goes on like a terror pretty much, and um, the, that was a highlight of the episode for me, man. <laughs> the the desert planet is Arvala Seven, actually. Yeah, the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. planet goes to, and so um, which is very it's so cool because um, this guy basically uh, Mando goes in there and it's just he's searching this place out. Turns out he finds uh, another droid there. He finds this other who's a bounty droid, uh, who's actually to collect the same bounty as Mando. That's right. So Mando runs into IG Eleven at Arvala Seven while they're looking at for Arvala Seven. While they're they're looking, they're both searching for the same the same bounty, right? And so he runs into him. So in the first episode, we kind of have like a team up between Mando and IG Eleven against these gangsters, pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was your thoughts about that scene though as it kind of unfolded? Because like you Yeah. Basically like when he goes in there, he's already uh our IG11 is already guns blazing. He's shooting everybody. And it's so crazy because he actually shoots Mando one time in the armor in oh the my chest. God. And Mando's like I'm uh, I'm in the guild, dude. I'm in the guild. You're <laughs> shooting your teammate. <laughs> he's like, oh, "Really? Sorry, my bad." Because he's already gun ho like, "I'm going to kill everybody in this place. I don't care." Yeah. And so uh cuz their their main mission was retrieve the package, get it back and get get back to the guild. And so they're just gun ho. They're going in there full blast, full throttle, you know. And it's very, it's like this first shootout moment that you get to see the first time that they're actually in a legitimate battle scene fight. 
Yeah. And uh, it's super cool because the rest of them have been like these small little outpost fights, little, uh, you know, they run into people, stragglers. Yeah. But this is like the first time they're actually in a shootout to where you actually see Mando like, okay. Yeah. And it 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 had that vibe. It had that Western shootout vibe. You know, it just reminded me of all those old school sort of movies. The director, John Farvo, Farvero, Farvero, I think that's his last name. Um, He did a really good job. I thought he did a great job. Uh, I thought they did cast. I thought they casted the show. Great. Like the fact that you have, um, Gosh, what's his name? Uh, you have Pedro Pascal uh, as the Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's it. That itself, like that's awesome already, you know. And then you have uh, later on in the season, you end up having uh, I think um, I can't remember her name, but she was a she was a part of like American Gladiator. Um, I can't remember her name exactly. Um, but anyways, she's just another person, like a familiar face on TV who's... Her name's Gina Caro. Yeah, yeah. Canero. Yeah, exactly. And she uh, plays Cara Dune. We'll, we'll talk about her later in this in the films to come. Yeah, exactly. In the episodes, in the, in the next few episodes, we'll, we'll get into it. So, I mean, yeah. basically what we've kind of agreed on is that we're going to try and watch an episode of The Mandalorian. And we're also going to try and watch an episode of Star Wars um, The Resistance, right? Which is an animated yes, series, which yeah, well, let's kind of get into that too a little bit. Let's just go ahead and move over, move into that, move on to the animated series uh, Star Wars Resistance, which is kind of a first for me. I don't know about you, where I've never gotten into any of the animated series from Star Wars except for oh, man. Let me think. I've seen like a few episodes of the Clone Wars. <laughs> I actually uh, diehard die fan of Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, seen all saw. <laughs> seen all seven seasons and uh i believe there's one more season that just came out recently and it's like the grand final leading up to the basically all the clone wars all the way up until the purge wow so uh definitely if you have not seen it please watch it from the beginning to the end yeah I have not done that. That's a huge feat, man. I don't know if I commit to that. Seven seasons? It's, Ooh. it's something like 300 and something episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have no idea if I could do that. Ooh. <laughs> One time, I actually, I actually, when I was working night out at, at uh, the Quality Inn, I, I actually um, I watched the entire bridge version of Dragon Ball Z, and that took a long time. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was all right. I'm not a Dragon Ball Z fan, like by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I would be lying to you if I said, you know, I'm a fan because I have no no memorabilia, no nothing. But when I talk about Star Wars, uh, I got plenty of things. <laughs> there we go. Matter of fact, I got I got a, I got a lot of kitchen utensils. Uh, I got a coffee press, uh, coffee cups, a waffle iron, salt and pepper shakers, cups. Man, you name it, Star Wars for sure. I got it. Uh, Star Wars toothbrushes, for sure. I got that right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Star Wars uh, Resistance. This is an animated series that's on Disney Plus as well. Um, what did you think about that, man? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I thought it was it was cool. Like I I I 
you know, the this is a whole new story. It, sorry, I'm sorry. This is a whole new story that is being introduced into the Star Wars universe, and because it's done by Disney, this now makes it uh, canonical. So it's like it's a part of it's canon now. It's, it's a part of the part canon of the Star Wars universe. It's a part of the Star Wars universe. So these are characters that, um, as a matter of fact, the first episode talk us tell us about the first episode. Tell us about who we run into in the first episode. So basically, um, in the first episode, episode one, part one, the recruit. Um, you there's this new uh, Republic command, and they want fighters to report intel about basically this, these uh, little want, these little out these like these little pockets of imperial resist like imperial remnant that's out in the universe, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the the two characters that you meet off the bat are T four, who's a droid, and uh, the kid. They call him the kid, and uh, his name is Cass. Kaz, a.k.a. the kid. Kaz. Yeah, the kid Kaz. And uh, he's kind of like the guy who's the new kid on the block type thing. You know, he's he's, uh, coming in. He's a hot shot. Hot shot. You know, he thinks he's all that. You know, but really, he... People think he's all that, but he really isn't. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's, he's coming into the fold. He's kind of like me, just an average fella. (laughs) (laughs) Just an average fella, you know? And... uh, Basically, uh, Poe's ship, I don't know if you know, Poe Dameron, yeah, yeah. who is the uh, captain of lieutenant, you know, in the main in the main series of Star Wars, uh, Poe actually uh, saw Poe's ship was in the Battle of Scarif to Jakku. So there's this legendary ship that Cass wants to kind of fly with. Yeah. He's kind of like, you know... This guy is legendary. He's the the best of the best. And yeah. uh, so they they kind of meet each other flying actually. And uh Poe actually wants the kid to sign up for the resistance. Yeah, so right off the bat in the first episode you're introduced to Poe Dameron. Well you 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 meet Poe you 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 realize that Poe Dameron is alive during the timeline that Star Wars Resistance takes place, right? So I I believe this is around the this is right before uh, I think this is right before either um, the Last Jedi or it is right during during the Force Awakens. I believe this takes place. Okay, it's around po, that timeline. Exactly, it's that around that time because Poe Dameron is involved. BB-8 is the main character. As a matter of fact, BB-8 is left with Kaz. Uh, mm-hmm by Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron leaves BB-8 with Kaz. And so um, they are, you know, he's there. He's a familiar face. And um, the cool thing about this first episode, though, is they get into, like, this weird place where um, they end up on, like, this... uh, It was, like, a a water planet, right? Yeah, it's actually called Castellon. Castellon, yeah, that's right. It was a water planet called Castellon. They get on this planet, and um, basically what ends up happening... uh, I just want to say this. Get into my favorite part, though, right? Um, because basically what's up happening is he gets in some pickle where he's supposed to keep a low profile, right? His first mission is to discover some intel about, you know, the, the remnant, you know, Imperials that are left on this water planet, right? Um, he's supposed to gather some intel about it and he gets involved with the wrong crowd because he also wants to be the world's, he also wants to be the universe, like greatest star pilot, just Mm -hmm. like Poe Dameron, right? Just like Han Solo. Just like me and you, right, Luke? <laughs> yep. Um, my, my brother and I have this. We have this weird, like, in, 
like a fascination with the Millennium Falcon, where in some alternate universe, you and I are piloting it, right? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Uh, one of the reasons, too, uh, well, he goes to Castellon, and uh, he's uh, basically, he's actually, they're looking for a spy. Oh, that's uh, right, a they, spy. There's, it, It's a spy on the super tanker called Castellus. And, and uh, it's a tanker for pilots, uh, someone there's working for the First Order. So there's a spy on that tanker. Who's working for the First Order. Uh, who works for the First Order. Okay, so this is because, okay, so this, so that then must, so that puts us at the Force Awakens then. Mm-hmm. That's where. It, so I think it. I think it connects. First us order to, is involved in this. Yes. First and Okay, so first order is involved with the resistance. Okay, wow, I didn't even realize that. Anyway, so he's on this planet, and um, he's supposed to. You know, he wants to be the board's like the best star pilot ever, right? Um, but he gets involved with the wrong guys, and um, you know, he starts thinking like, I'm not going to make it out here. I should just go home, and he starts getting kind of afraid. I think I bit off more than I can chew. I committed to something that is a little bit bigger than what I can handle. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so the show itself kind of gets into those sorts, sort of like ideas, you know, it plays with those little bit of pickles that we deal with. I mean, it's for kids, you know? So, um, but, but it's a good show. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good one. Um, those shows though, they're only like 20 minutes, aren't they? Yeah, actually, uh, episode, well, part one is only 23 minutes long. Yeah, so you can definitely do a couple uh, of those. Uh, in a, in one resistance, it was only 23 minutes long. Uh, the Mandalorian was only 40 minutes long, the yeah. first episode. Yeah, I know. It's So it's, I mean, hopefully we'll build this, we can stick with it. We'll try and do one episode yeah. a week and just kind of talk about it because we're Star Wars fans. You know, I just want to see what's up, what's out there with Star Wars fans. Uh, I think it's an average fellows kind of thing, right? Average fellows, yeah. maybe average fellows like Star Wars. I don't know. Um, if you guys are listening to this today and uh, you're thinking, yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan, uh, leave a comment. Leave us a comment. You can always email us at averagefellas and gmail.com. Um, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Sorry about uh, that, guys. Like, in true fashion, Dad breaks into the basement while a bunch of nerds are talking yeah. about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, kind of abrupt. Yeah. Um, another thing, too. Yeah, so hopefully we we hope to get some more uh, guests on the show as when it comes to Star Bros. Uh, we'll have a couple of our friends come in and join the conversation. We'll talk about, um, you know, some of the best lightsaber battles. We'll have opinions about that. We'll talk about some of the best star fights, starship fights mm-hmm. in Star Wars. We'll talk about that, too. Um, we'll have different people on for different reasons. All right, yeah, getting back to Star Wars Resistance. So, anyways, what was your what was your reaction to the first episode? Uh, I loved it for being my, my first time ever even watching an animated Star Wars anything. <laughs> I thought it was uh, pretty. Uh, it was interesting. It was very different because I was so used to Clone Wars, and uh, it was very. It was a different vibe. You know, it gave me a different feel because it is. It is filmed differently too. Yeah, the it's animation your, style is definitely different too from Clone Wars. From Clone Wars, so it it gives you a different feel. Um, 
I like how they're setting it up with the uh, with the the new characters, you know, with Poe Dameron's in there. Yeah. And you're coming in with uh, BB-8. A lot so of diverse characters. New... Yeah, a lot of What's diverse that? characters yeah. too. A lot of the new new characters are in there, and so um, very very uh, looking forward to see how this uh, show plays out. Definitely, yeah, me too. Um, I want to jump back to uh, the Mandalorian real quick because I'm excited to see where season two is going to go. Um, season one was amazing. Um, but I'm excited for season two for sure. Season two starts in October. And so hopefully we can get through a few episodes and talk about it and catch you guys up on the Mandalorian. If you haven't listened, if you haven't watched the Mandalorian, I recommend you guys watching the Mandalorian and then coming back and listening to the podcast as a companion to go along with the Mandalorian. And if you want to join the conversation, let me know, like hit me up on Facebook, hit, hit Luke up on Facebook, right? Um, you could hit us both up on Facebook. As a matter of fact, we're actually doing this call on Facebook right now. So it yep. doesn't. It's not going to take much for uh, for you to participate in the Star Bros uh, episodes on Thursday nights where we talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like I said, uh, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, go back and check that out. Uh, it's a good show. That's pretty much all we're going to talk about leading up until season two. And this is just kind of like our way of showing, you know, our fandom to <laughs> to Star Wars. <laughs> to Star Wars, exactly. Hey, um, what, tell me real quick about one of your favorite favorite uh, experiences in Galaxy's Edge. Because we went, we just, we, we actually went la, uh, last winter, we went December to Galaxy's Edge um, during Christmas time. So it was beautiful, it was awesome, you know, Christmas decorations were up and everything. Um, but you got to go, I've gone, I've gone like three or four times already now. I love it so much. <laughs> no, but, uh, you actually got to go for your first time, right? What was your yeah. highlight about galaxy's edge? Oh my God. Walking in there was just, it changes. It's like you walk into a whole nother dimension and a whole nother planet. You're not even on earth no more. You're in star Wars. Uh, the coolest thing was just, you know, I went around this bin. It's this big old mountain, like Space Mountain or something. You go around. It's like a the Cars Canyon, too. You go through it, and you go underneath this bridge, and it just opens up into Star Wars land. And it's like, oh, my God. This is insane. <laughs> yes. Like, you just you see the Falcon. Like, holy <laughs> snap. The Falcon is right in front of me right now. Like I can actually legitly look at it and see it with my eyes. You yeah. know, uh, everything from the rocks that they they built to like just the buttons on the walls is all Star Wars tricked out. It, there, there was not one not one piece that was from a different universe other than Star Wars. Yeah, if but you and can it, understand it looked what I'm it looked really good too. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. It, everything just looks amazing. Uh, they did an amazing job on it. I'm so excited that Disney has Star Wars rights. That just means that we get to add more stuff to the Star Wars universe. Yep. But I mean, hopefully, though, they do a good job because <laughs> the Last Jedi. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Last <laughs> Jedi, though, a little bit of a flop, in my opinion. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> that. Uh, uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, the, I know, right? The, the Mary ode, Poppins scene, though. The Come ode on. to Mary Poppins. 
<laughs> the ode to Mary Poppins, man. I know. Yep. Uh, you know, I just, I, I'm, you know, they got good actors. They're putting a lot of money behind it. So it, the first season was killer. I only expect season two to be even better. Um, I've already seen all of season one. So this is my third time going through season one of the Mandalorian. Um, and I want to tell you guys so much more, but at the same time, I want to be able to do like a companion thing with it where we get to talk about every episode on Thursdays. Right. So, um, it's kind of hard, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, going back to the first, uh, first episode of Mandalorian, um, what, what were your thoughts when you first seen baby Yoda? Oh my goodness. My first thoughts of Baby Yoda were just like, oh my God, is he a force user? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Is this guy a force user? Like, because we all know Yoda Yoda is like the total G of all the Jedi. Exactly. So it's like, so it's like, Baby Yoda, what can this guy do? Yeah. Other than I want to cuddle this guy and hold him, (laughs) you know? (laughs) <laughs> I know, and we don't even so, know if it's. We so don't cool. know. We don't know if it. If it's you know like if we don't know if he's good or bad. Really, you know, we just know he's a baby Yoda. You know, because <laughs> I uh, I thought it was funny though. It was like you know, so the Mandalorian basically he he finds he finds a package right. Yeah, um, this is after a huge gunfight with IG Eleven, and there's like a huge like cannon that they have to like take out and stuff all good stuff um the whole entire time though ig11 keeps insisting that he's gonna self-destruct which i, I was like <laughs> <laughs> he um, says a bomb on him in his chest like the whole time like, yeah i'm ready to go off i'm ready to go off <laughs> so the whole entire time he's trying to self-destruct and every so often you hear mando he's like no don't self-destruct stop trying to self-destruct um, anyways, the whole entire, you know, obviously they save the day, they kill the bad guys or whatever. They find, they find baby Yoda. And, um, can you tell us about that part when, what, what is IG? Basically, well, it's so crazy because, uh, their main, their main point is to destroy the asset. And so they find baby Yoda in this cradle looking ball thing. Uh, and they open it up. Is Baby Yoda, and right away you see, you know, IG-11's like, well, our, we have to terminate this uh, species. And he's like, well, how, how old is it? And he's like, well, this species is, you know, already 100 years old. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, this is a baby in a carriage. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And he's like, no, he's not a baby. He's like 100 years old. They age differently than us. And so, right then and there, like, IG-11's about to blast Baby Yoda out of the little eggshell that he's in. Right. But, but, you know, it affects Mando's heart so much that he ends up shooting IG-11, you know, blasts IG-11, IG-11 dies, you know. So, it was so sad, because floor. it was like this coolest robot ever, and then he just blasts him real quick. <laughs> And uh, blast IG-11, he hits the floor, and you just see, like, Baby Yoda, you just see, like, this egg, and next thing you know, like, Mando sticks out his hand to point at him, and next thing you know, Baby Yoda's little hand just pops out of the cradle and touches fingers Oh, with my Mando. gosh, this is so like, amazing. Oh, my God! <laughs> Baby Yoda! <laughs> Baby Yoda! 
And that's oh when like God. everybody was like, oh my baby goodness. Yoda. And then the baby, baby Yoda, Yoda took over the internet. <laughs> oh my yes. God, that's so funny. Oh man. Uh, you know, another part that we and forgot to mention. And then the memes were made. And then the memes came out, yeah. Uh, but the, yeah. Forgot, we forgot to mention was that we actually do get to see a little bit of like the old Mandalorian religion. <laughs> Because there is a club where um, where Mando takes his um, that that medal. I'm sorry, what it's I forget what it's called. It's actually called Baskar. Baskar medal. The that's medal right. Is the be- they, that's the reward that they get for every for every uh, in the guild. They do they do a task. They come back to the guild and they're rewarded with Baskar medal. Not and just Baskar. Baskar medal. It could be like they, I, they did even say credits. Remember sitting. They credits. mentioned imperial credits, but they also said uh, imperial credits don't spend well. They don't spend like that anymore. And right? there's also another thing called a Kaliman flawed. Ka- calamari like flan. Calamari, calamari flan. Yes. And it's like money as well too. Yes. Yeah. And the calamari flans from the the Mon calamari um, species in. Uh, Star Wars. So if you know all the old battleships and like the first Star Wars, those are all um, um, uh, Mon Calamari and made. I think I think it's, I can't remember exactly. They're called like the Carillion ships. Yeah, and so they're made by the Mon Calamari and people. Cruisers. Yeah, they're the big cruisers that the Rebel forces use, and that's the money that they spend. Um, calamari flan, and in this in this episode, um, the first episode. Um, the guild leader gives Mando, he pays him in calamari flan. And then, um, but then he, you said that, but so he does this, he does, um, in order for him to deliver the package, um, he is rewarded with, um, with a Baskar medal. Right. And what we get to see is he takes the Baskar medal and the calamari flan to another, uh, Mandalorian, who then who is a smith and then fashions him a new piece of armor right yeah and so which is cool what's cool too is it's a it's a well we know from her voice she's female too so not only are the men are guys are 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 Our warriors mandalorians yeah warriors but there's also women warriors too so it's like oh and she's uh she's a smith yeah and she's, she's a, a smith black, she's like a blacksmith in the star wars world uh, for the guild and which is so cool. Uh, so he gives her his, uh, metal, basically the Baskar metal. And she basically forges him a legitimate, like it's a, it's a shoulder pad armor. For a piece the first, that covers for, shoulder. For, yeah. For his first piece, you know? And so with that, it kind of gives him, it kind of gives him a little bit of a of a name now. A little bit he's of clout like, oh, because he has a piece of Baskar metal armor. He has a piece of Baskar metal, so he's like, "Oh, he's in it to he's in it to win it now. He's legit." And where where did that metal? Because I I remember they mentioned something about where the metal came from, though, right? The metal is actually from the old. It's they well, they said it's from uh, before before the uh, the purge, the before great the purge. purge. If you all know, the Great Purge is actually Order 66 given by Palpatine to destroy all the Jedi. So that happened so, at the end of Episode 3, right? Three. At the end of Episode yes. 3 is when Order 66, the Great Purge, took place. And so the metal that we see is being... Is before is, that. Has, is before Order 66. So this is this is during the time of Jango Fett. 
that this metal came from. And Django is a Mandalorian who was used as the base model for clones, for the clone army, right? They used Django as a DNA to clone. They used him. They used Django and they just cloned him and he basically became like, you know, they became the clone army. That's most of the stormtroopers were. And so when you see the stormtroopers, this is getting off on like some Star Wars tangent stuff, but when you see stormtroopers, they're different from clone troopers. Clone troopers are all based off of Django Fett, who is a Mandalorian, okay, Uh, and is a bounty hunter who trained Boba Fett, who you see in the originals, right? And now we have... The new guy, Mando. <laughs> they yep. just call him Mando yep. for short. We don't really know his name yet, but they just call him Mando. We don't know his name Mandalorian. yet. Mando, Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, episode one of The Mandalorian. Super cool show. Like I said, I can't, can't, we can't talk about enough. Here we are almost a whole year later talking about Mandalorian, getting ready for season two. <laughs> yep. uh, super exciting stuff. Hey, uh, we talked for about 40 minutes already. That sounds like a good length for a Star Wars podcast, yeah? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Hey, anything sounds you want to uh, leave the audience with before we sign off tonight? Uh, definitely just want to say, you know, um, thank you for joining the podcast with us, Star Bros, Thursday nights. And, uh, you know, get thank you for uh, giving us uh, your time. Uh, appreciate the fans out there. Uh, we have plenty of more content coming your way. Uh, can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeet. There you have it, folks. First episode of Star Bros on the Average Fellows podcast. Hey, guys, we'll be tuning in on Thursday nights for the Star Bros episodes. Thursday nights, guys. Uh, If you want to join the Star Bros chat, just follow along um, with us and watch episode two of The Mandalorian this week. And we'll be discussing that next Thursday. All right, guys, take it easy. Stay fresh. Love you.